Previously, on Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong. There's nothing wrong with cannibalism. Sure. As long as the person you're eating is dead already. And? You uh, identify criminals as, like, active criminals. And if they are inactive or deactivated um, back in the day, they're no longer a threat. Therefore, we shouldn't be spending resources on them. Feeling too loose, oh, back in the caboose. Glute glue, glute glue. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave those in. I was starting to like test my audio with a advert. I'm just gonna leave it in. Oh, but I'm recording. You can do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can enjoy that. Okay. I think it's interesting to note that um, today on the anniversary of seven months ago when we were discussing the Golden State Killer, yes, there was going to be a conversation with a person, I'm not going to gender them, sure. who uh, and yet. had some inside knowledge, insider knowledge about the inside. Mm-hmm. Some, some inside knowledge. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, as things go, uh, the thematic relevance has been pushed back. But hopefully that will still happen in the future. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but definitely, would have, hopefully that will happen. So in, in its place, we have the past to go off of, luckily, <laughs> instead. Fantastic. There's a real world thing that happened recently. And two episodes ago was bestiality, which I think we both agreed on. No, yeah, 100% that it's wrong. That is good. And so the other thing in that episode uh, was cannibalism. Oh, yeah. Did we even like delve into that um, area? Not, we just agreed it was good and kind of moved on because it was at the end of the episode. Mm. But I have a link to give you right here. Perfect. And I'll just explain for everybody what it's about in case no one's heard this story yet. But it's happened recently as of now or in the future. But... uh a guy like got in an accident and his foot got real mangled. I saw all those pictures. Oh, okay, and he ate it mm-hmm. with his friends. Well, there was no saving that foot. Yeah, yeah. And I know that historically there have been several times where people have had the foot amputated and then they have like a little cremation or a little burial for it, and then they all like say nice things about the foot while they put it in the ground, and that's kind of cute. <laughs> Because, you know, that obviously I think is adorable. Because imagine the cute little casket. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And a little suit <laughs> on the foot. Or just like a really nice shoe and a bow tie. So <laughs> Just a, a real good loafer. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, I am for reuse, reuse, recycle. And I think that there's nothing wrong with having eaten his foot. Yeah. Absolutely. I do question some of his food handling methods because he just has it laying on like paper towels in a bunch of the pictures. And it's like, bro, do you not have like a fucking cutting board? Like, yeah, this guy is not serve safe certified. He does not know how to handle meat. (laughs) FYI. I I know that like 
it's foot meat, so it's not going to be the best cut. No, it's going to be real but tough. Tacos is not what I have chosen. No, he to... didn't even buy like regular tortillas. He bought like a really big tortilla and then cut it into smaller parts. Yeah, it seemed real sloppy. Mm-hmm. Like I this think guy that's does the not. Most cook. Unethical thing of all. Yeah. Whereas other... well, he got his cook friend to do it for him. Oh, then that person sucks at cooking. Um, <laughs> like totally sucks. Also. I've heard of other types of auto cannibalism where they actually like hire a famous chef or they are the famous chef and they like remove their penis and eat it. Oh, right. Right. Which I think as long as you're creating um, a situation where there's less waste, I think that's better. Mm -hmm. Um, But also this is like the most expensive cut of meat. Think of how many resources you've put into growing that foot and cleaning that foot and using that foot like that's a multi-million dollar piece of meat and right. you just wasted it it's like yeah you could he could have sold that and lived off foot royalties for the rest right? of his life well i don't know if he could have done that that's probably illegal oh you know like selling of m- human meat but yeah I, I was really like disappointed that he didn't have some sort of way to like make it the best um eating experience as well as eating his feet you know right right it's like all that work to eat your foot and you're like just like dipping it in barbecue sauce and chowing down yeah i would have put like some fugu on <laughs> a platter with it and i don't know this the chef dick of the of the japanese man yeah yeah like if everyone who has this auto cannibalism ability they all get together once a year, all the people who are amputees or have decided mm-hmm. to remove their penises, and they're like, you know, breast cancers, all the things that are being removed. And they all have like a banquet every year that's very exclusive of people who have traveled far and wide and are just medically altered. <laughs> and they're like, okay, this is the annual association of auto cannibals. We're all going to yeah. eat. It's going to be like the top chefs that are cool with that. And we're going to be eating, like, some prime shit. Everything's been deep frozen, flash frozen to kill any um, potential parasites. Um, Everything's been, like, tested for communicable bloodborne pathogens. Like, I would do that. I would pay to do that. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And it could be... It'd be the most fun event to travel to. It'd be, like, Oktoberfest. Yeah. But, uh... And I would, you know. I would want everyone who's eating the meat to, like, specifically talk about, like, the texture and flavor and... Like the tannins of your foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like, oh, I'm eating these tendons from my foot and they're real tough or they're real grizzly or they're real mm-hmm. soft because they've been stewed. And for there to be a lot of thought, forethought put into how the types of meat are prepared based on that cut. Yeah, there's that's the thing is that there's... What you make tacos and that the whole foot's gone. I would have used that that foot for so many different cuts of things. I would have like braised part of it, you know, like just there's so many types of human meat to be cooked and paired. Yeah, because he says it's really chewy, and it's like, well, you just like fried it and put some lime juice on it. You didn't even like tenderize <laughs> it. Like they yeah. make meat tenderizers where they like just pre-chew the meat for you so it's not chewy anymore. He just stir fried it in a gross pan yeah it wasn't even a cast iron yeah it was like a wok or some gross thing and i mean obviously and i've talked about this several times throughout my life with 
vegetarians and vegans like there's a substance called hufu have you heard of this now is that are you saying it right yeah it's h-u-f-u oh and it's (laughs) it's um a type of tofu that has been synthesized to taste like human flesh and the way that they tested it was by getting cannibals to taste it and it's for cannibals who want to quit but it's very expensive (laughs) actually one of my vegetarian friends ordered some for her birthday which maybe i'll do but i don't know if it's uh i don't know how expensive it is i did a quick google foo Mm -hmm. and um it looks like maybe it's extinct now yeah it was only made in uh japan yeah that's too bad that would be pretty that'd be pretty funny yeah to make cannibals taste test yeah there's a case apparently on a boat i was looking at in the 19th century where some men were stranded and um one of them lost consciousness from all the salt water and the other men ate him (gasps) but he was survived was he just passed out real bad yeah um and so they were sentenced to to prison oh did they check if he was dead? Did they do like touch the eyeball, touch the nipple, touch the bottom of the foot? I I think they killed him once he was like asleep because they were oh, hungry. Oh, he died. Yeah, I don't think they ate him while he was alive. And then he woke up mm. being like, "Where am I?" In his stomach. Yeah. I think he died, but they but then they were stranded on a boat for a week. I don't think you should necessarily get. I feel like that's extenuating circumstances. I think that was a bad verdict. But that's also not a very long time to be stranded, just just start going for cannibalism. Well, they had no water or food. Oh, if they didn't have water, then I'm surprised they lived. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they they come out of it and they get punished right away. They were sentenced to death, but apparently it was changed to six months in prison. And I have to assume that was before they were murdered. Yeah. Sentenced to put to death, but... Well, I mean, there's still modern cannibalism all over the country or all over the world. Wouldn't it be just better to, you know, banish those people instead of incarcerating them, just banish them to like, I don't know, Tibet or wherever, Cambodia, (laughs) wherever there is cannibalism, (laughs) whatever there's cannibalism. Yeah, I think I don't think we should have jail, but that's a story for another day. Yeah, we can talk about that with the person who has firsthand experience. Yeah, exactly. Because I also believe that there shouldn't be jails. Yeah, I know. It's just glorified uh, slavery. For all of you who listen to Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. That's right, Podcast Republic. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I use the app, and I love it. I can search for all the podcasts I want to listen to and select into my favorite zone and then just have them all click away because they're my favorites. Make sure you set everything's great, nothing is wrong as a favorite podcast so you don't miss any new episodes from the future or the past from us. Jeff and Cricket on Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, available to you Android users in the Podcast Republic app. Well, that's cannibalism. I just found that article recently. I don't know if that's something to actually talk about, but that was that's 
I had that up my sleeve. Yeah. What do you think about eating human flesh? I think I would. I mean, I would try it for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I like to try flesh. Like if I like to try different things in general. Yeah. I like. Oh, what's this game? It's called Marbles. What is it different than Jacks? You know. Yeah. (laughs) Like if there's a um, situation where people eat testicles. Um, that are human testicles that have been removed. Um, that you could just purchase and eat. You would go. You would go for it. Oh yeah! Nice. If you mail me a testicle in a cooler, so <laughs> I'm just gonna just put a stamp on a testicle and put it in the mail. I'll record myself chowing down onto it. Yeah, which is a, probably a very appealing sound. Well, I guess you could do that in England. Yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I'm trying to think the things I've eaten that were strange, but I forget. I feel like the strangest thing I've eaten is camel, which is very greasy. Yeah. You ate um, a lot of crocodile and alligator, which is delicious. Yeah. But that's more like a chicken kind of food. Yeah. Have you eaten testicles before? I can't remember. Uh, Isn't that silly? I oh, also don't burp remember. Count 20. I mean, I love lengua. What is lingua? Oh, it's the tongue of the beef animal. Oh, yeah. A fantastic texture. And tripe's okay. I mean, yeah. I don't like ever have a hankering for tripe, but I love tendon and I love lingua. (laughs) Tripe's a good app, uh, like a addition, a topping. Yeah, it's nice. You know, when you're drinking a nice soup. Yeah. Yeah. When you're having a nice liquid, testy Mm. meal, you can dip some tripe in. Yeah, it's got that nice uh, textural quality of pokiness and wiggliness. Yeah. I feel like other regions of the world, um, specifically the Eastern Hemisphere, are a lot more into different textures as a quality of food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, this may not taste the best, but goddamn do I love this jello-y, gelatinous texture of this tendon. Whereas here, people are like super grossed out by anything that is gelatinous that isn't jello. <laughs> yeah, weirdly enough, and we can't even eat the horse itself, can we? Or we probably could, I guess. I don't. I feel like horse meat is legal. Is it? <laughs> I think so. All right. Well, here's what I've learned from a, a, a Google once. Mm. Haggis is illegal to import to the U.S. Is that just a like bladder or something? Yeah, it's like a bunch of weird. Like sheep parts, like, yeah, bladder, intestines, but also includes lung. Mm. And apparently lung is banned in the U.S. Huh. Yeah. Is that because of some sort of, like, communicable disease or... I mean, yeah. I imagine that lungs probably are not the safest organ to eat. Hmm. There's also something called kasumarzu. Do you know about this? No. This is an Italian cheese where you intentionally infest it with maggots and allow them to lay eggs into what? it. What? Oh, man. I mean, I can visualize that, and it <laughs> freaks me out, but I would still try it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it seems like because we have such stringent um, laws in different places in the Western Hemisphere that if there's even a possibility of... And I'm not including... Um, parts of Europe in this mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's even like the slightest chance that specific 
cross contaminants like bloods or urine or phlegm or acids or whatever can mm. be located in that meat, then they won't allow for us to enjoy it. <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense. But this maggot cheese of which you speak, which wh- mm-hmm. what was it called again? I'm sorry. Oh no, it's okay. It's called Kasu Marzu, and my Italian is very good, as we know, so mm. that's correctly pronounced. Well, excellent. It does sound very um, Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound Japanese. I think I think that means uh, cheese house. Mm, yep, rotten putrid cheese house. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, have you ever had balut? Okay, that's probably the weirdest thing I've ever had. Is that caviar? It's a bird embryo that you boil and eat out of the shell, and you can see its little head. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I have had that. It's B-A-L-U-T. It's okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> um, I grew up eating those types of birds. Sure, whole yeah. birds, slightly whole birds, slightly born birds. Like, that's, you know... <laughs> Whatever right. falls into the grass from a nest, I eat. Like that's whatever, man. No, no qualms. But no qualms with with birds. I feel like the kasu marzu is probably <laughs> um, illegal outside of like Italy or wherever it's being made. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's questionably legal even in Italy. <laughs> so yeah, that just might be an all-out mistake. Well, I mean, what. What is the benefit of the maggots? Do they like impart uh, some sort of byproduct into the fermented cheese, or are they like part of it that you're eating? Because like people eat lots of different insects on purpose, right? Like bot flies yeah. are delicious. Mm, totes. No, so what they do is basically like I think they ferment it um, and break down the cheese fats, mm-hmm. and so the texture becomes super soft, and it's oh. kind of like. A very nice liquidy cheese. Like, yeah, like the macaroni and cheese liquid. Yeah, except then there's also maggots that you're <laughs> that you're eating in it. But they're cheese maggots. They're cheese flavored. Yeah, they're cheese maggots. They're not a typical dirt maggot. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. That they're not could a be... trash maggot. It's just simple cheese maggot. Yeah. They're basically just live cheese bits. Yeah. <sighs> well, lots of cheeses are illegal. Like all t- all types of cheeses, maggots are not are illegal. Why why would cheese be illegal? Oh, because it's not pasteurized. Oh. Yeah. So there's plenty it- of different cheeses um, that are maggot free, mostly that if they haven't been pasteurized and brought up to temp, are considered to be like deadly and illegal. Even though they're probably the most delicious. I mean, unpasteurized milk is fucking great. It's the only good kind. And I know you're like a very, very strict vegan. So milk is like this type of soy milk or more like a cashew milk that is made of cow titty. And it's wonderful. It's like creamy and delicious. Mm. Um, It's like what non-vegan marshmallows look like, but in a juice. Is it kind of like... um... Sometimes what I'll do is I'll leave almonds in the sun mm. and, and I'll lick the counter after like about two days. Is it like that? Almost. It's even richer. Like think of oh, walnuts okay. or, or cashews being on the counter along with the almonds. Oh. Yeah. It's wow. just a magical time, right? That sounds Yeah, that sounds like that'd be good. Unfortunately, it has to come from an animal and I hate animals, mm. which is why I'm a vegan. Yeah, I know you hate all animals. Yeah. Even the ones that produce haggis and... A little half half fertilized duck embryos, but also yeah. like 
human meat, clearly mm-hmm. like the most clean and the most the most consensual meat. Yeah, especially your own. Uh, ethically, I feel human meat is actually the most ethical meat to eat. So obviously, auto cannibalism should be allowed. Sure, no contest. Yeah, but what about murdering to cannibalize? Um, like if I were to kill uh, the farmer and eat him, mm-hmm. ethical? I don't know if it's ethical to murder, mm-hmm. but if he's dead and you eat him, I don't think it's like worse than just murdering him. Ha! I tricked you. You said murdering was ethical last time we talked. Or wait, maybe it was just rape. No, no, no. Uh, what I said, are you talking about animals or people? People. I was. What I said was if you murder and you get caught... Then unethical. Yes. But if you murder, get away with ethical? Mm-hmm. Ethical. So if I murdered and get away with the farmer and ate him. Yeah. Ethical? Ethical. Hmm. I disagree. <laughs> to disagree. I didn't realize you were trying to ensnare me. I am always like trying sort to of... ensnare everyone. <laughs> that is my cricket trick. I didn't say murder was ethical. I well, jury is out. What I said was, <laughs> if someone murdered and stopped murdering, and you're arresting them for past murders after the statute of limitations, of which on murder there isn't, though there should be. Oh, there isn't. There isn't on murder. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there definitely should be. Huh. So that's what I think is. I think it's unethical to arrest somebody, and I think it's unethical to have no statute of limitations on murder. Well. <sighs> I feel weird about the statute of limitations thing because, as you said, the Golden State Killer killed people more than 35 years ago and raped raped and murdered people more than 35 years ago and left some of them alive after raping. Mm -hmm. But those people are still alive. If someone had raped but not murdered you 35 years ago, you know, when you were uh, old enough to remember but not old enough to become a detective as you are now... What would you do to get back at that person? As the victim? Yeah, as the victim. The the, the idea that justice can be served by um, a court ruling, oh. I find to be a little bit absurd. Yeah. If you if you let's say you want the person dead, go then kill him though, or you know get him arrested in a reasonable amount of time. But I, I can't. I just I just can't imagine somebody who thirty five years after the fact feels the most relief possible from an arrest that happens. What about a conviction? That can't be what bring them. What? What about a conviction? Not just a conviction. An arrest. Yeah. But what, what are you doing those last 35 years where you haven't given yourself the, the, the freedom for closure? Mm. You can't just wait on the, the government and the, um, the justice the totalitarian system. authority of, of criminalization to do like moral diligence question yeah say a person i'm not gonna i'm not gonna gender them this person right right now in your the prime of your life um rapes you and then Mm -hmm. steals your penis cauterizes Mm -hmm. the wound eats it in front of you (laughs) that's Um, very generous of them to cauterize the wound yeah so you live and then um runs away and is not found but 35 years from now they find them what do you do well at this point in time i've lived without a penis for 
35 years. Mm-hmm. I've I've probably not been obsessing over it to the degree where I'm dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. So to to go back out and be like, oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I I mean, if I felt an urge to to get revenge, I would try to find out where they were and whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just think that the nature of inverted uh, commas evil, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a thing that you can like fix. You you might be subject to evil, but the fixing isn't the revenge on evil. It's the like dealing with evil. It's me being like, okay, well that happened. Now what do I do? How do I be alive? And moving as much on as possible? from it. Yeah. Second question. Because if you murder it, then all it's like, well, haha, still, still no dick. Yeah. If you uh, did go through all this time, and it's thirty years mm-hmm. later, and um, the person who ate your dick and raped you uh, mm-hmm. was found to not be of any consequence because the statute of limitations, how would you feel? Like they located the person. The person even admitted, like, yeah, I totally ate Jeff's dick and raped him. Not in that order. And then... <laughs> then that would be on me to go murder them, I think. Yeah. And it's not yeah. unethical if you don't get caught. Well, I I think it would be... Re- I think the, it would be justifiable. Mm. So, ethical? Yeah, I guess. Revenge murder is revenge... Is revenge crime ethical? I mean, vengeance in and of itself is probably unethical. (laughs) Okay. So what's different about that? What? What's different? The the going to the government murdering somebody for you. Isn't that unethical then? That's vengeance. Aren't we saying Or is that justice? (laughs) Justice or vengeance isn't all murder unethical? (laughs) Well, I bring so bringing a murderer to t- murder to murder a murderer <laughs> is that unethical? That's meta. That's Dexter. <laughs> so, um, sorry. Yeah. So murder is unlawful. Mm-hmm. But w- what we're really trying to get at is: are all murders unethical? Sure. Yeah. Because sometimes people who are found to be murderers are killed because of the justice system. Right. So we're essentially going to spend the next season (laughs) determining if voluntary murder, um, you know, where people are like, I'm going to kill that person who ate my dick and they kill him. Is that unethical? Even if it's vengeance or justice, etc., etc. That's fair. Everything's great. Nothing is wrong. <laughs>